Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. It's just little old me on the show today, just by myself. It's another state of the podcast. Don't worry, folks, everything's going just fine. I just like to do this once in a while just to, you know, let everyone know how everything's going. And everything's going great right now. Um, But this is also just a little fun thing that I've been trying to do more often and also a little bit of a challenge for myself. So just the start of the show, um, let me get these fucking plugs out of the way. Um, Shout out to Wayland Productions for letting me use the space, letting me, you know, use their equipment. Um, Basically, they just help me sound great. Um, Shout out to them. So you can find them at waylandproductions.ws. And they have a great new audio drama out on Alpha right now. It is called We're Live Frontier. Make sure to check it out. Next up, our sponsor, uh, our geek apparel sponsor, jordandenay.com. Jordan Ellis runs this website. uh, And she's a geek apparel sponsor. Blah, geek apparel company. Well, she makes geek apparel. It's funny that I screw these up even more when I'm by myself. Anywho, she's a geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York. She helps you look nerdy, and she's actually eco-friendly. So go ahead and check her out at jordandene.com. That's jordan, D-E-N-E, dot com. Use the promo code GEEKSAYWHAT at uh, purchase, and you'll get 20% off. So buy a shirt, you heathens. Uh, Lastly, uh, shout out to Marley Rosner, who... I guess if you're a student at Cal State Fullerton, you can take his class. Um, He does all the original music for the Geek Say What Network, and uh, it's just uh, been a hassle to get him to, uh, you know, put up a website and have a place where you can find him, but I guess you can find him at Cal State Fullerton. So if you're at Cal State Fullerton, take Marley Rosner's class. He's awesome. Um, And I guess he's on RateMyProfessor.com. Marley, I'm sorry if you had uh, any weird reviews from one of my fans. Keep going. Keep leaving reviews. Um, oh, and also, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network. Um, you can find us on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. And uh, this show also has its own Instagram at Geek Offensive. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. Uh, I still hate that underscore. Anyway, I uh, man, I'm doing all I'm doing these sponsors and shoutouts and plugs all backwards today. That's what happens when you're out of rhythm. Anywho, um, there's two more shows in the Geek Say What Network. Please make sure to check them out. Uh, we have Ready Set Geek, our intro to geek culture, or I think it's their. St- your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Gollett, uh, JPG, Cole, and Anthony. And we also have Geek KO, our twice-a-month trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Madriaga-ish and Sam. You can find all of our shows on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music or wherever else you download your talking. Now, uh, let's see, was there anything else? I think that's it okay all right let's get on with this state of the podcast cue my music
Love that theme music from Marley Rosner. Uh, let's see, guys. What's up, everyone? Just me in studio today. Um, just wanted to, uh, again, try and challenge myself with one of these uh, solo podcasts. Um, God, if you all could have seen my, seen and heard my vocal warm-ups, this would, I would have looked like a complete madman. Actually, I sound like a complete madman now, since it's just me talking to a computer screen. Um, but yeah, folks, I do these once in a while just to, uh, again, catch you up on everything that's going on behind the scenes, how the show's going, um, and also just to, you know, I, I don't get to say this enough, but thank you all for listening so far, and thank you for all the support. Um, we're halfway through 2018, and it's been one hell of a year for me so far. Um, overall, I'd say the show's going okay. Um, there's definitely some really high points and some other points that, you know, I wish I could go back and do over, but hey, uh, you know, you don't have to, I don't have a lot of do-overs here, so I just kind of put out what I make and let everything sort itself out. Uh, but overall, um, I guess I'd say I'm happy with the way the show's going so far, but, you know, knowing me, I'm always just like, ah, this could have been better. This could have been better. Even on the episodes where I get a lot of compliments on, you know, there's, and yes, there are episodes where I get compliments. Um, but even with those shows that apparently do well, like I always go back and listen to it and I always think like, ah, I could have done that better and I could have done this better. We should have been louder here and so on and so forth. Um, so that's just my self deprecating nature. Um, overall the shows like, uh, it's grown. Um, I think it's improved over last year. I definitely feel like this year is, it, it really is feeling more like my show. It still have, it still has a lot to, to grow on, but, uh, I, I just feel like it's, I'm really starting to take over like the feel of the show. And now we have a little more guidance and I have a little bit more of a direction. Um, when I first started this, um, with Ken, shout out to Ken, uh, he, it was just kind of like, I just want to talk about this, uh, or talk about that. And that's pretty much stayed, but now I've got a bit, a uh, bit more of a handle on like what kind of geek I am and the kind of guests I want to bring on and the kind of topics I want to talk about. So, um, er earlier this year, if you've been following the uh, Geek Offensive Instagram, I put the tagline, um, bridging the gap between bro and geek. And that really does, uh, mean something to me just because I feel like I'm caught in the middle nowadays. Um, especially when I'm around, uh, normally around geeky people, I, I can't help but notice it's like, oh, I'm not quite what they are. You know, a lot of geeks I know are, and God bless them, they're so passionate about, you know, board games, video games, Harry Potter, Star Wars, what have you. And if I got to be honest, like, yeah, and I'm passionate about those things too, but not in the same way or not as far. And uh, within the last year or so, like, I find myself being different or passionate about different, passionate about different things. Um, and, you know, I... I kind of want to like bring people into that internal journey of mine i, I want to like share that i want that to come through on the show and hopefully it is uh just because of the variety of topics i've had um i'm hoping like the different sides of me come through um i 
feel like I'm a very different part of this network and that's what I bring to it and that's why I feel like I can stand out on here and you know thank you to JPG for the platform uh, and for you know allowing me to do this concept um, but yeah I, I just uh, wanted to bring something different to all of you and hopefully that's coming through now let's see first six months a lot's happened in this in these first six months of uh of of the show um let's see here so we got i'm looking at these really shittily written notes uh bear with me folks um in case you haven't been listening or for if for some reason this is the first one you listen to god help you and thank you for putting up with my shitty voice we have three very distinct segments now on the show. Uh, the first one is my my regular interview. You know, when I bring on a guest that I just find interesting, and they could be uh, an expert in anything, and that's what, specifically what I'm looking for: someone with some sort of expertise or experience in the subject that I'm interested in. You know, so we've had other podcasters in the past. We've had a couple actors. We've had um, cosplayers. We've had. Um, board game makers so a lot of like different and varied subjects that um just struck me as interesting and you know just i wanted to expand my knowledge on it especially with uh subjects that i'm not too familiar with like we had this great one with uh, natalie benavides and trish baller uh and it was all about cosplay and i got to ask a ton of questions about cosplay and i got to learn all about it um I'm a huge Super Sentai nerd, so I got to bring on, like, Justin Kizan, and he got to educate us on the whole subject, and it was just a blast um, having people on like that. I'm always drawn to people who are very passionate about one subject, regardless of what it is, and if there's any sort of interest for me, then we can definitely have a conversation. I can definitely talk to you for an hour or two about, like, whatever you're passionate about. But yeah, so we have the regular interviews, just pretty much anyone I find interesting, and then after that, we've had... The uh, Sincere Garbage, which is uh, my movie nerd side coming out. Like, uh, we pick a, a shitty movie, and I'm not quite too sure what the criteria is for a shitty movie, but I guess it just has to be shitty enough for us to, like, be able to riff on it. Basically, we, me and a group of friends will just pick a shitty movie and just rip it to pieces or find ourselves, like, surprisingly entertained by it. Uh, we had... Uh, the guys from Real Talk OC come on, talk about Showgirls. We've had uh, a couple of the Benview guys come on and talk about the room. And then, you know, uh, we have the Geekio folks come on and talk about uh, Catwoman. Uh, sorry to you guys for that one. That one was hard to get through. Um, but that's always been a blast for me. Um, and it's not because I enjoy ripping into people's art. I just enjoy the fact that... How do I put this? <sighs> When a movie's so bad, it's good. It's just, it just reaches me in a certain way (laughs) that I can't describe. It's far more entertaining than if a movie is just good or one of those Oscar contenders and, you know, one of those serious dramas. I get it, they're well acted out, but there's just something about a movie that's so shitty, but all the perfect pieces come together and it's just super entertaining. So The Room is obviously the most famous example it's uh, a complete and total train wreck but somehow it just turned out beautifully <laughs> it inspired so many people inspired the disaster artist and uh picking apart that movie was fun and i just look for other movies like that like pe- people and it's called sincere garbage because 
movies like that, you can tell they were trying their darndest and, you know, they poured their heart and soul into it and it just turned out to be a mess. And I think Nathan Schultz made the analogy like someone made their ugly baby and they're just proud of this ugly baby. And I'm like, you know, they just own how, you know, shitty this movie is. And I love that. Um, so movies like The Room and you know Showgirls and I, I want to do like Samurai Cop and Battlefield Earth. I just want to go into all these hilariously bad movies and just pick them apart and maybe even figure out like how the hell this works. Why was this so much fun to tear apart or why was this so entertaining? Um, and it's always been like an itch I've had. You know, I get inspired by other podcasts like How Did This Get Made and a lot of like internet reviewers just because it's I don't know it's just fun it's just fucking fun and I'm genuinely fascinated by how something can be so bad it's good so uh so that's the second uh, segment on the show the last one is definitely more of the bro side it's uh fighting words and it's where me and my buddies kind of break down uh an upcoming fight card and I'm a huge nerd about combat sports. And for a while, I was the only one on the network that was really passionate about it. Uh, at least passionate about following it. I uh, I just needed an outlet for this. I couldn't talk to it, or talk to anyone in, in the group about it until we kind of assembled my other friends. And um, that's what these guys are. Um, like Mike, Dave, and Dave Armena. They're all friends of mine outside of the uh, outside of the show. And when it comes to any long form talk show like this, like it kind of helps to have um, your own friends on. Like I love talking to my friends and I love people and I love talking to people who are interesting, but I've sort of kind of dragged them into it, but all for different reasons. Of course, all of them have like an athletic background. David uh, Boyd in particular has like a actual military experience. Uh, Mike has wrestling experience. Um, you know, Armena was a high school athlete as well. And we've all like kind of, found our chemistry and like it's starting to gel really well together these guys are turning into like analysts like i would say they're they're above like a casual fan someone who just kind of sees it and walks by but yeah i'm very happy with the way fighting words has turned out and um, everyone's starting to get real passionate about being good on the show and knowing what they're talking about and researching it and you know everyone's finding out like oh shoot this is this subject actually is interesting and it's fun to watch and it's all kind of brought us closer together too um so yeah those are the three types of shows we do here on geek offensive and uh so in case this again if this is the first episode you're listening to uh, i'm sorry (laughs) that's what you're in for when you listen to my show so it very much, and it's a different animal altogether, you know. Rice at Geek has this show where it's very much introductory. They try, I guess they'll try to teach you what about a particular subject that week. And then Geek KO is uh, obviously a trivia game with some uh, some chat, some chatting in between. Um, and then my show, it's very much leaning on the fact that you find me interesting. Thankfully, <laughs> some of you have, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback uh but i know that uh, hasn't gone to my head relax i'm still self-deprecating i know i have a lot of work to do on the show uh, i'm focusing on getting better but yeah that's it's a good prime this i guess will be a good primer for anyone who's new to geek offensive and more about me i've been trying this year i've been trying to improve i know back in january on ready set geek i mentioned that i would be taking voice lessons that totally fell off 
for a while. I started going back again last month, so hopefully I can get back to where I was. Shout out to OC Pro Voice. Uh, Michelle Hernandez runs it out here in Orange County. She's fantastic. I'm trying not to let her down. I'm trying to sound presentable on the mic. Uh, I'm getting more and more comfortable doing it, and I'm getting more and more comfortable doing these types of shows. I just need to get warmed up. And I need to make a ton of notes. But yeah. So 2018 so far, like I said, I think it's been going great. Highs and lows. I guess the highest point would be, well, I guess my first WonderCon panel. And I had to really remember that that happened this year. It seems like it was so long ago to me for some reason. But yeah, that was just back in like, what, March, April? When the fuck was WonderCon? Anyway, the panel went great. I was not expecting the turnout we got it was incredible i was definitely like welling up a little bit i was i was touched by how many people came to see us we had like 50 to 60 people it was insane i couldn't believe it um so thank you to everyone that attended the geek offensive panel at wondercon it meant the world to me i really do mean that with that said my mentality again is like i it's like i was happy for five minutes and then i was just like well what's next (laughs) <laughs> you know how, how fucking weird is that in my head it's like i can enjoy something that awesome for like five minutes and think okay that was great now what <laughs> i don't know what i attribute that to maybe it's just because i i really need to keep improving especially at this stage of my life and like you know things are getting going and you know career outside of here is getting going like i just i guess i don't want to stop improving improving i i just can't let myself get comfortable you know, like, I, I feel like if you want to improve, you have to consistently be just a little uncomfortable. Like, I, I can't ever be happy where I'm at for too long. Otherwise, you just kind of stop changing, stop evolving. And, you know, I, I let that go on too long in my 20s. I don't want that to happen again. So, but yeah. So, I mean, again, thank you to everyone that came out to the panel now I'm kind of looking to, well, what's next? You know, I want to run my own panel at uh, San Diego. I think for this venue, I'm not sure what the ultimate goal would be. Would it, would it be taking Hall H? Would it be, you know, doing a live show at like the comedy store? Or would it just be, you know, selling on an re- arena for a podcast? That'd be fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the ultimate goal is. I just know like, okay, I want the next big things the next big thing is san diego you know maybe the next big thing is like a more specialized con at like star wars celebration and then you know eventually hall h or something who knows but right now i think down the road for the immediate future i definitely want san diego and you know i'd, I'd love to do more live shows maybe not even a panel just like me and a guest uh we could do, do it at a comic shop or something but yeah i'm, a, I'm always kind of looking for the next thing um and hopefully um, this show like gets to those points. So that's, I guess the panel would be the high point. Low point would be, hmm. Well, it would probably the uh, slew of like lost episodes that I had to release in the last few months. There's, there was five, you know, five out of the, you know, the, what, 20 or 30 that we did. That's not too bad, but I didn't want to have to resort to using all those lost episodes right away. I guess, oh, I guess I can clearly explain what the hell happened now. Um, so for two of those last episodes, and they were the episodes leading up to the WonderCon panel. Um, so back in March, 
I oh wait let me explain what the last episode is that's when like I can't record that week and I have to find an old recording that I did and I'll post that instead that's all it is I banked a lot of those just to in case I had you know sickness illness or an emergency something I was hoping I didn't have to go through five of them already um, but yeah anyway back in March uh, let's see March I had a biopsy that was a tough month uh, especially since we were prepping for the panel and then all of a sudden I go to the dentist for a routine cleaning my dentist spots something on the sides of my tongue uh, these white lesions and they weren't bothering me I didn't really think of anything of it I just thought it was skin or just I just had to clean more thoroughly she didn't like the way they looked and I made the dumb mistake of asking well what's the worst case scenario like what what's the worst this could be she said cancer I'm like oh okay let's let's get these taken care of let's get that checked out so I went in for a biopsy and they in case you don't know what a biopsy is that's when they take a chunk of you and send it in for testing so unfortunately for me a podcaster had to have two chunks of his tongue moved out it was very painful I wasn't eating solid food for five days and there were like stitches in my tongue so here I am two weeks out from a WonderCon panel where I have to speak in front of a live audience and like I can't talk I can't eat solid food I mean, I dropped like 10 pounds. I looked great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but not exactly the diet you want to go on. Anywho, um, so two weeks go by, the stitches pop out, I'm healed, and I'm healed just in time for the panel. So th- that two-week process was the reason for those two lost episodes back in March. I know I had a few others. I know I had one because I was out in Spain. I was out for a buddy's wedding. I had a great time. Uh, shout out to Ruben and Yule if you're listening to this. I don't know if you guys listen to podcasts. I probably should have told you about it. Anyway, um, yeah, so I was just out of town, so I needed that one. Uh, we had some technical difficulties with uh, an episode we recorded for one of the UFC breakdowns. I'm not going to go into what happened, but uh, basically we just couldn't use the episode, and I had to switch it out with a, a lost episode, so... That's what happened there. And then, uh, is that it? Well, I'm sure there was another one. I want to say I was out of town as well. Well, we'll see. Well, either way, that's what those last episodes are for. And, you know, I just didn't want to have to resort to using all of them. Um, I'm definitely always okay to record once a week at the studio. Um, there wasn't anything going on behind the scenes with um, <clears throat> my commitment to the network or anything. It was just, yeah, just shitty timing. And uh, life can just get hectic. Um, I know what you're all thinking. It's like, why don't you just record a a few weeks ahead? Like, I'd love to. I just am very busy uh, with this, with the stuff planning, blah, with planning for this show and my my personal life and my day job and all that gets real hectic. And we're trying to figure that out for the next six months i'm, I'm gonna try and use maybe some of the uh, the movie reviews as like a day off uh give me some time to recover but at the same time like i don't mind this weekly schedule because i like getting the reps i like regularly talking i mean i'm not going to get better at this until unless i do it regularly uh like i said i wish i could do this for a living 
but yeah, I, I, I mean, those are really the low points. Just when I couldn't be here in the recording studio, um, I'm always looking for a way in, you know, I'm always, even if I'm not prepped for a show, like I'd always be down to like, yeah, I can show up. I can appear there. I can help out with that show, whatever. I just, I needed to get back in the studio. So hopefully next, for the next six months, which we already planned out and we got some awesome stuff planned for you. Hopefully I won't have to resort to a lost episode there. Hopefully like, you know, I can make sure I'm healthy and make sure everything's all squared away before we record. And just hopefully the show goes smoother. And I think that's it. Oh, and uh, basically, if you're wondering what's going to happen next, uh, in the next six months, we have a crop, a crop of brand new guests, uh, a couple of new segments. Um, and I, I think we're just going to have a good time. Like, above all else, like, I make sure everyone has a good time on this show. We have some favorites coming back. We have some new guests. I got some segments planned with the Fighting Words guys, so you guys get to see their, their geeky side as well. Uh, I know we get real broy on that show, but uh, I think you're going to be happy with what we got planned to bring them to the geeky side. So that's going to be fun for you. I can't wait to reveal that. We'll have something on the Instagram and all the, the Geek Say What social media just to get things going with that one. Let's see. Um, and I think that's it for the upcoming plans. I, I would love to get... Oh, I guess... I don't know if this would be interesting to listen to, but I mean, I'm trying to get the show on other platforms. Again, it's just a matter of time before we're on like Stitcher and Spotify. Um, kind of messing with the idea of putting it on YouTube. I don't know if, and you know, maybe the, maybe live streaming one episode, uh, just so you can see what we're like in the studio. Uh, cause I, I, I mean, that's, I guess the one thing missing from a medium like this, just seeing how we're actually interacting the, the eye contact we make, especially when we have like an inside joke or something. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm happy where the show's going, but, you know, I'm not getting too complacent. I want to make the show better. I want to entertain all of you. And honestly, just thank you all for, you know, coming coming along on the ride with me. Hopefully I keep growing. I keep changing. Hopefully I stay interesting. And yeah, I, I just, again, I just want to make the show better, guys. That's all it comes down to. Um, oh, but one thing that everyone seems to have pointed out is that I need more fan interaction. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do a meetup. Maybe I'll do more on social media. But for this show in particular, I opened up uh, a fan question segment. And then actually it wasn't just fan questions. I opened it up to everyone on the Geek Say What network as well. So it's more of an ask me anything. And uh, boy, you guys uh, came through on the questions. There were some... There were some, some some nice geeky ones, and there were some that I will now be questioning some of you. Um, well, okay, that sounds weird, but let me let's just get jump into it here. So, some fan questions. I don't have music for this. So we're just gonna jump into it. Let's see. Okay, um, I asked everyone on Instagram or everyone who follows the Geek Offensive Instagram to uh, submit their questions there, and thank you for thank you to everyone who participated. Um, I got some good ones here. First up, Emerald Knight 86 from uh, the Ready Set Geek podcast asks, 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 asks. I always have a problem with that one. Anywho, Emerald Knight 86 asks, who had the greatest flying punch moment, Thor versus Hulk in Thor Ragnarok or Dom versus Hobbs in Fast Five? Um... 
I'm going to go Thor Hulk just because this is the thing that bugs me about the, the fast movies. And I love them. Love them dearly. I will go to one of those movies and cheer my heart out. But in that particular instance, I know for a fact Vin Diesel is nowhere near as fucking big as The Rock. And The Rock is at his rockiest in those fast five in those uh, fast movie series. Like I, he, the, the man's like six four six five. You know, Vin Diesel's what my height or shorter? He's like five ten, five eleven. There's no fucking way they should be. There's no way they should be that competitive. I, <laughs> I don't get me wrong. Vin Diesel's in shape, but he's not The Rock. I. <laughs> And the way the scene was cut and the way it's shot, it's like I could see all the tricks they were using to like square them up. And I'm like, come on, man, you're not. I, I can't take it seriously when like Dom punches the rock. I'm like, come on. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Thor and Hulk and Thor Ragnarok, it was grand. It was fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was what you expected, but it was great to see. Their relationship had really been built up. It was funny. Um, and. Yeah, it, it just delivered on so many levels. I I, I can't really put... It, I guess it's not fair because of how much CGI is in it, but at the same time, they're using those camera checks for Dom versus Hobbs. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with Thor versus Hulk. Um, it's just way more fun to watch, and Thor Ragnarok was a fucking blast. Uh, next question comes from RayHom.com. Uh, he was a guest on the show a while back. Um, what kind of superhero undies do you wear asking for a bunch of friends who are sh- too shy to ask? Um, I don't believe that for a second. You're sick. Fuck Ray. Um, but, uh, to answer your question, I don't wear superhero underwear. I wear regular underwear like a fucking adult, you weirdo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what possessed you to ask that question, but I said I would answer anything. So here we are. Um, I hope that answered your question, Ray. I, I'm, I'm, I have some questions for you after that, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that when you come back to the show. Uh, let's see what's next. Prince of Taiwan asks, if you can date any one superhero, who would he, she, it be, and how would their powers come into play? I always think, this is a good one. I always think these are kind of fun. Um, I guess my default answer is always Catwoman. Because she's dressed in leather, has a whip, and she's probably a freak. Um, but uh, no, let's get, let's get a little creative with that one. Um, who would be fun? Who would be fun to date? If you date Storm, I mean, you could end up having sex on a cloud. That that's gotta be fun, right? Um, <laughs> Scarlet Witch. That would be fun too. I mean, just I don't know. I mean, you can get creative with those hex powers. I mean, you could make anything happen. Mistake could look like anyone you want. Um, Elastigirl was looking thick in that Incredibles 2 movie. Yeah, get that image in your head. Um, and she's flexible as fuck. Like, that's that's got to be fun, right? Um, let's see. Oh, God, that's, you know, that's a tough one. Wow. Okay, defaults Catwoman. Who else who would be interesting? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Uh, I'm gonna go with mistake. <laughs> um, I guess personally, like I, this is gonna sound shitty, but I guess it's like what I want would depend on the day. <laughs> I, I guess she would give you a chance to try out stuff, you know. 
Like, I guess that was, I don't know if that says about me. Maybe that's meaning like I want to experiment more. I don't fucking know. But yeah, I guess, I'm going to go Mistake just because she could look like anything and adapt anyone's powers. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go, Jerry. Um, again, I have some questions for you now. Anyway. <laughs> Um, let's see. This one comes from JPG. Um, oh, it's back to an innocent question. Would you rather fight a Gundam or a Jaeger? I'm assuming that means he, he's asking if I would, you know, pilot one and fight. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So assume that the pilot is of the exact same skill as you and no terrain help. Okay, so I'm guessing he means, uh, would I fight in a Gundam or a Jaeger? You know, and, you know, what would I rather fight in? See, Gundams definitely have more options. If you look at all the weird series, like, you know, there's, like, you know, your standard ones that, like, were first introduced, and then there's, like, the fucking Tequila Gundam that has a fucking sombrero or whatever a Gundam was, like, it had, like, it it came from Holland. It was shaped like a windmill. It's weird. Or, yeah, Jaeger's pretty creative, too. There's, like, a bunch of different uh, giant robots in that category as well. But I feel the Gundams would be more fun just because their designs are just, they can be way more silly. Uh, Jaegers, I don't know if this is speaking to the movie itself or the robot itself, but I feel like a Jaeger would be more grounded. It's very much, listen, I know a giant robot is ridiculous, but it's trying to be, it's trying to fit in our world of science, whereas Gundams are way more fantastical. Um, they have all these crazy designs and systems. They also seem way more mobile too, especially the flying types like the Epion. That thing is fast as fuck. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm going Gundam on that one. Alex with an oi asks, what's one part of the geekdom that you've never tried, but would like to attempt Uh cosplay for sure. Um, I have no idea which character I would dress as. But that's definitely something I've always wanted to do. It's just that, like, I have some... I definitely have body issues. And I know the, the cosplay community as a whole is very supportive of, like, beating that. Um, but I have, like, body dysmorphia. And then, like, if I'm going to do a costume on top of that, I want to do it well. I don't want it to look cheap or anything like that. And, again, I know the cosplay community is very welcoming and encouraging, especially when you're starting out. But, you know, if I'm going to do this... If I'm going to be walking around sweaty... At a convention, like, I'm going to be... I want to look good, at least, you know? Uh, I, I want to do this well. <laughs> so if any cosplayers out there want to give me some tips, please, like, uh, give me some tips. I just... I would also need help deciding what character I would dress as. That's the other th- weird one. Okay. Alex with Withanoi also asks, who's your favorite sister-in-law? Mm. Well, she's fishing for a compliment. I, uh... Well, as some of you folks may already know, I'm... I'm an only child, so I, I don't have any brothers or sisters, so I, I don't have any brothers or sisters-in-laws. Um, JPG is my godbrother, <laughs> so she's trying to get that uh, that compliment, but I see what you're doing, Alex. It's not going to work. Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> Actually, Alex, if you listen to this, just tell me to eat shit the next time you see me. Don't say anything. Just say that. <laughs> But I'm not giving you the compliment on air, bitch. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what's next. Okay. Uh, Anthony J. Jones asks, I edit a podcast where they try to keep it PG, but they keep swearing and I have to edit it out all later. 
Oh, that sounds terrible. How do I get uh, the host and co-host to keep it clean? (laughs) Here's what you do. You don't. And then you just go to being an uncensored podcast because it's a podcast that's free on the internet. We shouldn't have to worry about censoring. Once we get getting some real sponsorship dollars, then we'll have to worry about that. But right now, come on, guys. I, I know you all swear. Just fucking swear. It's on the internet. Just be free. You'll feel better. Um, oh, Emerald Knight is back with another question. Which Star Wars character deserves a beer the most? Hmm. Um, whatever Star Wars character had to clean up a job as pleasure barge, because that guy has seen some shit. Um, <laughs> so if there's ever a movie about that guy, yeah, let's make sure he's getting a lot of beers. Let's, let's, let's learn more about that character. That'd be a lot more fun. <laughs> let's see. We have anything. What's next? Oh, Mike Mariscal's on. Um, is it true if that you don't use it, you lose it? Now listen to that one, folks. Mike, the fuck, man? <laughs> um, Mike's one of the fighting organs guys, so of course he's going to try and fuck with me. But he's also just proved that uh, that old adage is wrong. It's like, oh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. He, he just proved that wrong. That was a very stupid question, Mike. <laughs> Hopefully he redeems himself later. Uh, that boy 1989 asks, oh, what's up, David? Um, what helped you decide the subject matter and content that would be on the show? Okay, so I kind of went into that already. Um, it's just whatever I find interesting. It's uh, the things that I'm nerdy about. And as I'm getting older, like, I, I find the things that I'm nerdy about are always changing. You know, I'm, I'm always going to be, you know, comic books, movies, uh, video games, stuff like that. I'm always going to be nerdy about that stuff. That's not going away. But, uh, you know, I'd love to do things on other subjects. Um, I'd love to do fitness. I'd love to do travel. Uh, travel, you know, I just kind of rediscovered that, you know. Uh, I just had that trip to Spain. And it's, it, when I got there, it was that feeling that, uh, the same feeling I got when I discovered, like, a new nerdy property that I'm into. Um, or a new nerdy passion. Like, I got to Spain and I was walking around and I just felt like, like holy shit this is exciting and like i'm trying to hold back a giant grin on my face and like uh all, all my old you know I, I traveled in the past like you know over a decade ago but like rediscovering that old passion i uh, just felt so exciting and like that's something i need to go back to exploring other cultures exploring foreign cities it it was just exciting um I, maybe it's related to how i want to be just a little uncomfortable in everything like you know when you when you're in a foreign city by yourself and um well not completely by myself this time but you know i just, i was traveling by myself um where was i going with this <laughs> um no i was uh um rediscovering that passion and it, it's one of those things it's like i need to explore that again like i when i got there and I walked around the city of Malaga, and I, I saw all, all the buildings, and so just a completely foreign world to me. It was just like that's what I need to start doing again. I need to start adventuring again. Um, so that that's one thing I need. I want to get nerdy about. So if it's something back to David's question, if it's something I want to get nerdy about or am nerdy about, that's how I decide. Um, it just so happens that you know combat sports and movies just happen to be probably my two biggest passions. So that's why. We have these two subjects on the show. 
and uh, and that's why both subjects, both uh, segments are going very well. Oh, it's a good question. The real Maddie G asks, "Why did JPG feel like he needed another dog? He can barely take care of himself." And don't get me started with Alex. <laughs> uh, Matt Gallet, uh, in case you hadn't already been listening to the show, um, well, JPG and I are god brothers. Matt Gallet is JPG's actual brother. So we all grew up together. We're all brothers. Can JPG barely take care of himself? Yeah, that's it. That's about right. I don't know why he needed another dog. I guess it's just baby fever. Um, you tell me, JPG. He just wants something smaller than him that he can take care of, I guess. And let's then don't get me started with Alex. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> why did they put a diaper on it, on the dog? Um, I don't know. You've got to... I had this weird aversion to putting animals in clothing or in diapers. It's just, I'm like, what, why? They're wild animals. Just stop it. Just, you know, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a dog. You, you don't put it in human clothes and just let it shit on the ground outside. What's, what's so bad about that? Or get one of those training pads, something. Jeez, you don't have to put it in a diaper. Um, he also asks, why does JPG have a, such a punchable face? He just does, man. I don't know what it is. Everyone wants to smack him in the face. Uh, lastly from him, how can someone permanently delete their internet history so the FBI can come back and ask questions? Well, Matt, if I knew that, I'd be working for the police, and I would have erased the text thread that I have with you and Jason. So, yeah, I'm screwed, too. Uh, next up, we have David Armenta. Um... Super fan Armenta coming through. When do you okay? When or do you plan on going to break down? When are you planning to break down a boxing card? Actually, that's one of the episodes we're trying to do. So September fifteenth, Canelo versus Triple G two is supposedly going to happen. It better fucking happen, Canelo. Just I don't know, stay away from the tacos, man. Just stay away from the bad carne. I just I don't know. Be vegan for this fight camp. I don't know. Get your protein somewhere else. Just just don't get popped. Just make it to the 15th. Fight Triple G. It'll be better for everyone. So hopefully that happens. If if the fight's a go, we're going to break down that card. We're going to break down Triple G versus Canelo. Hopefully it goes through. Um, with that said, I'd be down to do some other, uh, some other boxing cards as well. Let's see. Uh, any Lomachenko fight coming up? I heard he was supposed to fight Pacquiao, but I can't believe that's going to go through. But yeah, boxing, I've kind of... I used to shit on it a lot, but now that there's a lot of talent in there and I've become more appreciative of combat sports in general, like I'm starting to get into it a lot more. Um, some of my favorites to watch are like Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Vasily um, Lomachenko, and uh, oh, this is a shame. I heard Anthony Joshua kind of ducked uh, Deontay Wilder, so that's a that was one I would have broken down, like for sure. I would have bought that pay-per-view 100%. But it looks like, well, I don't know if he actually ducked him, but it just does not look good for AJ. Um, he was supposed to fight Deontay Wilder next, but uh, I think as of today, he uh, he's going to fight some Russian guy because he had one of those mandatory title defenses. But, I mean, I feel like in boxing especially, like those titles really don't mean anything. I, I'd love to see it. Um, I would have rather had like AJ just drop those titles and go fight Wilder no matter what because from what I've heard Deontay Wilder is just agreeing to every term every contract uh, request and 
you know, uh, Joshua's camp is put out and, you know, the fight still didn't go through, you know, you know, Deontay Wilder was willing to fight in the UK for him. And I don't know, man, it doesn't look good for AJ, but, um, I mean, if he really, if, if this mandatory title to fight like goes through, hopefully AJ just gets through him and then he can, we can have the fight with him and Wilder next. But yeah, boxing cards, definitely on fighting words. That's definitely going to happen. Uh, and I'd love to do like kickboxing as well. Glory's on fight pass all the time. If I get well versed enough in jujitsu, I'd love to break down an EBI as well. Um, let's see. Since you're combining, oh, David Armin also asks, since you're combining geek and bro together, would you be open to bringing on topics of weightlifting training, barbershops, bro hangouts, uh, single geek being a single geek trying to uh, yeah okay so um yeah our men is basically asking if we're going to break into topics like that absolutely um uh, i've been talking to uh, uh dr t trish um we, the i remember this clearly like she and i had like a really long talk about nutrition and what it takes for you to get stronger and that's something i've been trying like trying to get nerdy about on the side and um, I'd love to bring her on to talk about that. She knows a lot and I'd love to bring on any other expert that we find. So that's definitely something we could do. Um, weightlifting training. Absolutely. I'd love to, I, I'd love to have a show where we can talk to someone and I'd ask this person, like, how do I look like Chris Evans and Captain America? I, I need to get to that point. And their answer would be all the steroids. Uh, <laughs> but am I open to topics like that? Absolutely. Um, because I, I think just a nerdy subject is fine. Like, talking about, like, just the next movie, the next comic book, whatever. That's fine, too. But, you know, let, let's talk about geek life as well. Like, I feel like that's important. I feel like that gets overlooked a lot. Um, so many geek news sites and um, just kind of focused on the actual hobby instead of what it's like being a geek. If that makes sense. Let's see what's next here. Well, I guess you had a lot of questions. Okay, Mariscal, let's see if you uh, see if you redeem yourself here. In relation to how esports are becoming more and more popular with younger generations, and youth aren't as involved in sports compared to when you were young, do you feel that the future of combat sports like the UFC and boxing is threatened at all? <sighs> um very minutely i would say listen like i get it like esports are popular and there are ways for people to compete without actually having to physically exert themselves in the same way um but as far as it like as far as it going away completely and being threatened and all that i, I feel like that would be really far off from now to the point to the point like right before <laughs> humans evolved to where it's like oh we don't need to use our physical bodies anymore <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I feel like combat sports in general is, is more culturally revel- relevant than it has been in the last few decades. So I don't see it going away anytime soon. There's always going to be a crop of kids who need that type of outlet, who need that kind of competition, who have that urge, I guess. And that goes for other sports, too. I think there's always going to be people who need to get out there physically. So is it threatened? Just a bit. Yeah. There's less participation than there has been, but, um, the call like going away that that's, that's far off. Um, let's see. Um, what's next? Oh, Mike, another one. So now that Disney and Fox are looking as more of a possibility, 
what about that buyout excites you most? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to good versions of the X-Men and Fantastic Four. <laughs> I always felt like uh, it was always rough for like a very casual viewer just because they're different Marvel universes. And I don't know, a lot of my fellow geeks would in my circles would be like, no, no, it's fine. We can figure it out. That's not the case with the general public. General public is, you know, glancing. Like, I bet there's a lot of people who think the X-Men are already in the MCU um, and that those older Spider-Man movies were part of the whole thing. But no, that's not the case. I'm just looking forward to everything being under one house. There'll be more direction with the films. We can tie everything together. And I hope, like I said, I hope there's good versions of the X-Men. Not that they haven't had their moments. I'll concede that. But... You know, I I want a more, just a better version of X-Men Fantastic Four. Deadpool, I guess, would be kind of rough. We don't know how that would be under PG Disney, but we'll see. I think overall it's a good thing, though. I I like having everything under one creative voice. Um, Let's see. Is that it for fan questions? Oh, Prince of Taiwan came back with another one. Any chance She-Hulk makes an appearance in the future MCU fu- film? In a future MCU film? Yeah, why not? We don't know what the fuck's going to happen with uh, with the future of the MCU, especially after Infinity War or the, the next Avengers Avengers 4 gets wrapped up. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, anything's possible at this point. Uh, I'm excited about that. I think, uh, you know... Every few years, I say, like, oh, MCU's going to tank after this one. But, you know, a decade later, they're still doing the damn thing. So, (laughs) Um, I guess, yeah, they'll just be making movies until one of them tanks, I guess. Um, Everything's been going good there. I don't, I really don't see an end to it anytime soon. I don't see them absolutely ruining anything, if that makes sense. Um, let's see. Uh, Maddie G sent in more questions. Oh, I can't read some of these. The fuck you doing, man? (laughs) Did Mike learn how to swallow? If I knew. (laughs) Uh, oh, and Armena. Favorite moment from MCU and Star Wars. Recent ones only. Uh, okay. MCU... I guess my favorite moments are in the uh, the first Avengers and Civil War. Uh, just because they showed you could put all those different characters together and have it work. Um, Civil War, especially with Spider-Man, <laughs> that was a huge shock when it came out. Um, so those two moments, I guess. So in Civil War, I guess seeing them fight. But in the first Avengers, that first shot of all of them together... Uh, blew me away. I just never thought I would ever see that, especially growing up, because the Avengers weren't even that big of a deal when I was a kid. Even I, th- I think I even remember Iron Man being kind of a B-lister, to be honest. And he had a shitty cartoon. As far as Star Wars, the newer ones, let's see. For Force Awakens, I would probably say um, when you first see Leia and Han, like basically when we saw all the the originals come back, those are all my favorite moments from Force Awakens, especially with Leia. I definitely teared up when she came out of the ship. 
Uh, with Force Awakens, my favorite, or excuse me, with Last Jedi, my favorite moment was actually toward the end when you see the child pick up the broom, but he picks it up with the Force and he starts sweeping, and it's just, uh, I don't know, that was such a whimsical moment. It just, it, it just opened up a lot of possibilities. I love the idea of that, you know, all the Force stuff is moving away from just the Skywalker family drama. I. I love the fact that it can open up like that. Um, and it was just a well-shot scene to me. Those are my favorite moments. Um, and I think that's it for all the fan questions. Um, yeah, that was fun. I should do that again. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, you folks let me know. Was that fun to listen to? Was I just babbling? Um, did it feel like you were getting to know me? Just, uh, you know, every time I open this up, don't be afraid to ask me anything. Even if it's like about my personal life, it doesn't have to be nerdy. Like I'd love to do this again. This was actually fun. Um, it, it's just kind of interesting to see what my fans are thinking. You know, I'd love to hear more of your opinions. Um, but so don't be afraid to reach out with me. And uh, oh boy, I've been yapping away for about an hour now. Um, well, folks, thank you for listening, especially if you made it this far. Uh, <laughs> um, who would have thought like anyone would listen to my voice for this long? But again, thank you all for the support. Thank you for supporting the show for this long. Um, 2018 has been great so far, but I am super excited about the next six months and beyond. Um, again, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. It means the world to me. And, uh, if you want to continue to support me, uh, check out my Instagram at Justin Malari and I'm on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari and the geek offensive has its own Instagram at geek offensive. This show is part of the geek say what network and you can find everything at geek say what with the handle at geek say what, um, just, yeah, we're on all social media with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Zanga, MySpace, all of that. Um, and check out the other two shows in the network as well. We have Ready, Set, Geek, your intro to geek culture, excuse me, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Gala, JPG, and Cole and Anthony. Um, and you can also find uh, Geek.io. They are twice a month. They are a twice a month trivia podcast. Sorry, folks. I guess I'm tired after yapping away for an hour uh geekio is a twice a month trivia podcast hosted by justin madriaga ish and sam and you can find all of our shows on apple podcasts google play or just wherever you get your talking um but please yeah continue to support the shows we all greatly appreciate it uh shout out to win productions for letting me use the equipment sharing the space with me they help me sound great you can find them at wayland.ws and they have this great new audio drama on alpha called where live frontier please go support them they've been wonderful to us uh though there are associate producers excuse me next up uh shout out to jordandene.com jordan ellis runs a geek apparel clothing company out of brooklyn new york she's eco-friendly helps you look nerdy um and if you go to her website um which is jordandene.com that's jordan d-e-n-e.com go to her website use the promo code geek say what and you'll get 20 percent off your next purchase so buy a shirt you heathens uh finally now this is the real finally uh finally marley rosner thank you to him for doing the original music um his music you know went a long way in 
helping my show and the other shows um, kind of find their identity, help find them, help them find their identity. Um, so big thank you to him. As much crap as I give him for like not having his own website, but he honestly has been a really huge help. And I just found out not too long ago that he's a professor at uh, Cal State Fullerton. So take his class, keep him employed, rate him on rate my professor. Marley, I'm sorry if you get any weird ratings from my fans. Uh, <laughs> I'm really not sorry about that. Anywho, but yeah, please continue to support this show. Thank you all, and don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Good night. Good night.